release from... True Opinion Podcast. Hey y'all, what's up? This is your host Adontis with the True Opinion Podcast. I'm by myself. I know I said that my wonderful, lovely, amazing, sexy husband would be with me for these episodes, but tonight I'm by myself. And I'm by myself because I want to talk about this situation with uh, Heavenly Control. Heavenly Controller? Control, Controller. He ain't in control though, y'all. It don't matter. And his friend Long Beach Griffey. It's so much to unpack here, like so much. So let me just be 100% transparent because you know how I like to get down on true opinion. Like I got to keep it true. And for the record, I didn't know who the hell Heavenly Control Controller was. I just, I don't know the man, all right? I don't understand. I mean, I don't know his content. I didn't know he was a YouTuber. I didn't, I don't even still kind of know what he does. Does he play video video games? It sounds, I was saying, getting ready to say video controllers. <laughs> I like Because to me, it sounds like from his name, that's what he may do. But I'm not sure because that's not my lane. But I am familiar with Long Beach Griffey because, you know, somebody I know is kind of a fan of his videos and is showing me the videos. And I'm just kind of like, eh, you know, some of them are funny and some of them are extremely cringy, like the ones where he's kind of being, you know, phobic, all the bad phobic, phobic phobias he's kind of you know playing into some stereotypes and stuff and you know I just found them real cringy so like you know I wasn't really a fan because I feel like you know if you can't make jokes without making fun of people or hurting people then maybe you really not funny but that section right there is neither here nor there so here is today's controversy so heavenly control controller has been accused of being a sleazebag. And this young lady, little each girl, little each gal, um, uh, to kind of wrap it up, she said that at the time she was 18 years old, which is able to give consent, but not able to drink legally in anywhere in the United States, I believe. So she was 18 years old. She was just starting out in doing cosplay and she was a big fan of Heavenly Control Controller. So uh, he followed her and DMs started flying and they started to communicate. So long story short, which is so funny because I saw a tweet today that said I'd be saying long story short and then fuck around and tell the whole story. And that's kind of how I feel right now. But I'm going to try to keep it concise because really I just kind of know the outlying things. So this girl was in New York with her mom and her friend at an Airbnb, invited this man over. He was kind of getting a little handsy, made her feel uncomfortable. So she would kind of like get up, leave the room, you know, using her mom and her friend as a buffer. And then that evening ended and she was invited the next night to a like get together at his Airbnb. And he specified, just you, come alone. Don't bring a friend, come alone. 
which red flag and she recognized that red flag she brought her friend with her two friends actually and he was very upset about it so throughout the evening he was still flirting aggressively giving her alcohol which is a no-no because she is uh not allowed to have alcohol legally and then she says she went to the bathroom as girls are wont to do and when she came back, everybody was gone. And this also includes his friend, Long Beach Griffey. He, uh, she specifically mentions was there and somebody named Alice. She don't really tell us who Alice is. Or maybe people in the circles know who Alice is. I don't know who the fuck Alice is. But everybody was gone. And she went to retrieve her phone. And he kind of came from around the corner like a creep, grabbed her around the waist and, you know, put his body on her. Now, unfortunately, many of us women kind of know this move because it happens. Unfortunately, it happens a lot. It's happened to me more than once. It's happened to me when I was a minor. It has happened to me in my adult life. Uh, you know, this is something that just creepy men do. They try to ply you with liquor. They try to get you alone. They try to touch you inappropriately. And I just want to pause here and say at this point, like the point is not really to seduce or entice or, you know, this is a conquest. This is something that predators do. It's not that they really want the consent. They want to feel like they have, for lack of a better term, they've taken it. They have earned it somehow. They like kind of tapping into this fucking caveman mentality. I don't know. And they just want it and they want you to go along with it. So she is giving serious pushback. Her friend is trying is waiting outside the door. There's another friend downstairs. They're trying to like figure out what's going on with her. So she says, yo, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with my friend. We're going to go to the club. So they go to the club where he continues this type of behavior where he is trying to touch her, trying to entice her. And she is not... Uh, reciprocating his advances. So let's back up a little bit because she does say in her Twitter post that when he first followed her, she was over the moon. He was one of her faves and they started DMing and she said she was being flirtatious. And she admits, you know, I had a boyfriend. It was a crazy relationship. Who ain't been in a crazy relationship at 18? You know, not to um, make excuses for her, but I mean, you 18 and you young and young, dumb and full of calm. So every relationship is pretty fucking chaotic unless you are like Joseph and Mary. Like Jesus and Mary Magdalene, y'all know they was really married, right? And Jesus got kids, but that's for another podcast. But anyway... So, you know, she did throw that out there like, hey, you know, I I was talking to him. I was being flirtatious with him. And that's kind of what even, I guess, precipitated the whole invitation for them to hang out with each other. But also, you know, this is a young girl who is 18. She is being followed by someone that she idolizes. And, you know, he's giving her attention. So she is, she's kind of like, yeah, you, I want this. I want to get to know him. And also she is a burgeoning 
like a social media personality, a cosplayer. Like she is trying to get into this space where he has made a name for himself. So it's not that oh she wanted to fuck then and then she didn't want to fuck later. It's just like I am going to use my feminine wiles to kind of get into the inner circle. That does not mean that I want to fuck you. That means that you have something that I want. Like I want to know you. I want to learn from you the business. I want access to the people that you want access to. And to me, that's fine. And it is fine because men do it all the time. Um, people of different races do it to black people all the time. Like everybody really every day is out here trying to fucking make a way, make their name, trying to get into industry spaces, realities that it is hard to break into if you don't have these connections. So if you guys are, you know, any type of media star, social media star, if you are, looking to get your name out there to the masses, you kind of know how this goes. You kind of know about cozying up to people who are like OGs. You know about trying to get in with certain circles. You know who's on trend, who you should stay away from. And to me, like, this is no different. And the difference, the, the line becomes drawn when one... Let me just say, especially if he is older and she's younger, that puts you in a position kind of of control and power. She is he is older and he has more of a power dynamic because he has more of a follower. She's a fan, which puts more responsibility on you to act responsibly and if she is 18, one, you should not be giving her liquor. Like if you are smart in the business at all and not just trying to use your name to fucking get some pussy, like you really need to be smart with shit. And this is why celebrities or people with any type of platform will hire people to be around them because the reality is that you have been plucked from obscurity for some one chance in a million you have somehow gotten people to follow you to like you you have garnered enough charisma and respect to have real fans and so you don't understand that because just like a week ago, you were eating Honey Nut Cheerios in your drawers on your mama's couch. And so now you have all these people, all these women, all these guys looking to you, DMing you, coming to you. And it is a rush and it would go to anybody's head. So this is why you have managers, security, PR people. You have people around you that are used to handling these type of situations so that you don't get yourself in this trouble. But you're a young man and you have all these women, desirable women, women that you like your certain type or whatever, contacting you, reaching out to you, and you feel like you may even just have your pick. So your um, worst impulses, the worst side of you comes out. All this fame 
or the fame. I say all this fame. He had like eight hundred some followers, eight hundred thousand followers, which is a lot. Just more than half, way more. It's a lot. But when you think of the grand scheme of who has like the most followers, like I don't know. But and I will say that he probably lost some because of this controversy. But when you have the ear of all of these people and so many people are giving you so much feedback that you are amazing, I would imagine it does something and it goes to your head and you forget that you are a normal person. And that you have to not act like a fucking creep. You have to ignore your worst impulses and behave like a human fucking being. So this 18-year-old comes to your Airbnb without her mother. Like to me, if 18, if you had alcohol and liquor, like you need to be smarter and be like, girl, you can't be here. Sorry, you can't. Like we need to go out to lunch to Olive Garden or something later, but... Like, you can't be here. One, I will say this to anybody before we get into the nitty gritty of sexual harassment or whatever. Like, you need to be responsible for yourself. You need to be responsible for your brand, as y'all like to say, when you really just a person, you ain't got shit. But you need to be responsible for yourself. You need to be responsible for your brand. You need to abide by the laws. You need to make sure that you are not doing anything, that you are not creating any spaces that no one around you is creating spaces that could potentially make somebody uncomfortable that could be seen as harassment that actually is harassment or assault and you say oh why should I have to do all this you famous right you want to stay famous you want to keep being famous for all the right reasons then you have to be like a fucking like you have to have OCD about this shit and you have to know Everybody who was around you, you you just you just have to. Even if you have to hire somebody who their only job is to check IDs, then that's what you do. Or you end up in situations like Mr. Heavenly Control Controller and by extension, his friend Long Beach Griffey have ended up in. So as we go back to our story, they head to the club, the harassment and kind of the coercion continues and this girl is uncomfortable and she says I didn't share this from back then because like you know I, I was scared of his fans and I didn't say anything until other people started saying the same thing so then his friend Long Beach Griffey who has quite the following himself. He makes skits that are sometimes are funny, most times to me offensive and not so funny. He said he goes to defend his friend. And he says like, you know, he kind of basically, y'all, I don't, I don't know what, it's his friend. So I feel like he just didn't prepare no statements. He just tried to speak from the heart. Like my friend don't understand social cues. Like he don't really understand. Like if you don't explicitly say no, he don't understand it's a no. And it's just kind of like, 
bro, you made it so much worse because you made it seem like he did everything she said he did, but he did it because he didn't know he shouldn't do it, which is not really an excuse that stands up in any court of law or the fucking court of public opinion as both of y'all are seeing because as we just tried to like kind of look and see where Long Beach Griffey was hanging out at right now his account is gone from Twitter so I mean I guess that and Henley's account is still here but Griffey, who had more of a fan base and more people knew him, probably even more diverse people knew him, he is gone because he didn't got himself in a lot of trouble, which sidebar, let's kind of talk about loyalty. So I am, I value loyalty above, probably the only thing that comes above loyalty is love and they probably are like neck and neck. We'll talk about that on another podcast. But you know, he was trying, he's like, listen, I got a platform. I'm finna go on here. I'm finna clear all this up for my boy. Like, I know him. I kind of know this situation because the girl named him as being there. And he was like, I'm finna shut this down. I got it. I got you, bro. I'm I'm about to do it. And fucking put a fucking dark gun through his own career. Jesus, sir, what were you doing? Loyalty to me, like in this situation, the best thing for him to do, especially because he has such a platform, would have been to stay quiet and advise his friend from behind the scenes. Like, But also, perhaps there is nobody with real sense that is advising Long Beach Griffey because clearly y'all don't have a PR person between the two of you because somebody should have told you, yo, listen, both of y'all, don't say nothing. We can either, and this is not me defending by proposing a PR strategy. I'm just saying. Like, neither one of y'all, you probably shouldn't have said anything. Griffey definitely should not have said anything. He should have supported his friend from behind the scenes. His friend should not have made any video statements, Twitch screen, screens, streams, YouTube videos, like, IG, laugh, nothing, nothing. He should not have said anything until he paid for, retained the services of a true public relations professional to draft him a very well-stated fucking iOS press release. That's what he should have done. And Griffey should have told him, sir, don't say nothing. Let somebody else tell you what to say and then read exactly what they say. Because speaking from the heart, the heart is so stupid. The heart is stupid. And this is why celebrities aren't really allowed to speak from the heart or just go like off the cuff. Because you need somebody whose brain is a little smarter than yours who is much well, much more well-versed in these things and someone who probably is not so personally involved to kind of craft a statement to let you know what to say. Because you speaking from your heart, you're trying to defend yourself. You're trying to make sure people don't know you a creep, but you also are angry and you are going to attack this person, which never works out well especially in this day and age. It's not going to work out. So 
uh, heavenly control controller. And definitely Long Beach Griffey should have just really stayed quiet. And if they weren't going to pay for somebody to tell them what to say, they should have just shut up and said nothing and kind of waited for it to blow over if it did. But statements were made. Skits were crafted. And let me just say, now I watched enough of the Long Beach Griffey's skit to say like, like I said, like some of his shit was funny, but enough of it had all the wrong, like phobic type of messages that I just kind of was fucking with him. So he was like, he did this thing where he acted like this woman was being so overtly like flirting with a dude over the phone and over messages. And then she went over there and then it jumps to like dude being arrested or confronted by police and the police officer saying, you did this to this black woman. And I'm like, wait, hold on. Cause the very first accusation that came out against your boy was not even from a black woman. So why you calling for us, sir? Like why you, we didn't send for you. Why you calling for us and your little skit? That's number one. And then number two, it's just like, dude, like you, this is why I know like that nigga did everything and you do the same type of things because flirting over a phone, a piece of technology is not consent. And you cannot show me text messages to be like, well, she had said this about three weeks ago on iOS fucking SMS or whatever, whatever, the Apple messaging, whatever. It, it, she said it. That is not proof that she wanted to sleep with you at the present day and time, you fucking weirdo. Like, what are you what are you talking about? Like people flirt and they send shit all the time. People flirt with people over text messages and then will block their numbers and not ever talking to them again. So that don't mean if you see that person in the street, you get to like grope a pussy. What's wrong with you? Well, you said six weeks ago you wanted to give it to me and I have not said a word to you since, sir. Like, what is the problem? What what don't you understand? He said, my friend doesn't understand his social cues. What? So, like, if she don't say, like, no, like, he don't understand, like, somebody is uncomfortable. I'm sure he would understand if he was uncomfortable. I'm sure if some, like, gay man or, you know, man came on to him and, you know, was kind of giving him the fucking, you know, rubbing and touching and yeah, I want to, you know, the same way that he treated this girl. If that's not what you were into, you would have no problem picking up on like, oh, this is what he's putting down and I'm not with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and even if you didn't say no, if you like a dude like, yo, back up or, you know, if you was just trying, if this was somebody you like fucking was cool with and you was not trying to like fucking offend a nigga or whatever but you just gonna like pick up your shit and just try to go like yo let's let's bop out to the club or whatever and it's not just like well so if this nigga came back and be like well listen you never said no so I thought that meant like you was down so I took you in the room you know like and it's I know that's like kind of convoluting y'all be like it's not the same it is the same because you you think because it's a man and a woman, like the woman has to explicitly say and you have to receive. But one, let me say. In many cases, 
women have explicitly said no. They have fought back. It has been a true like fucking battle and they still ended up being sexually assaulted, raped, beat up, killed, whatever. So don't say, oh, you have to say a certain thing or act a certain way for me to know. Like, you know, and guess what? And if you don't know, if you don't understand social cues, if you don't understand when a woman is not feeling you or that you should not be plying an 18 year old with liquor and then trying to like fill her up or get her to sleep with you, then you fucking shouldn't hang out with women. You should, you should, I'm sure there are plenty of private services. There are pretty, plenty of matchmakers or madams or whatever you want to call them that will hook you up with women that are, ready, willing, and able that you can pay for or not or whatever for you to get your nut, so to speak. But I think uh, part of this is that that is not the point. That like y'all don't want to pay for it. You don't want somebody to really fix you up. You don't want it that easily. You want to feel like this woman contacted you and came to you, so to speak. So you have the right to assert yourself onto her. And that is the problem. Like, that's the problem. You just you just need to stop because that's the problem. Like, if you, it's like y'all are predators and you just want to take it. Like, you don't want the consent. You don't want the yes. You don't want it. You want to take it you want her to act like she don't want to give it to you and you want to feel like you conquered something and I will just say also that if anybody followed like the trial the case of Harvey Weinstein this is almost like the exact fucking strategy his defense tried to use like oh he's just he's awkward he he may be like he may be have he may have autism or you know he doesn't understand he thought he was in relationships with these women he didn't know like oh my god they were just taking advantage of him and it's just like really really like you are the one in the quote-unquote position of power like it is no mystery as to why you chose to DM somebody who you kind of just found that liked you that probably didn't have a lot of followers because you wanted them to be infatuated with you. You wanted them to feel obligated to fucking give themselves to you or be with you because of who you were, which goes back to like you want to take it. You want beautiful women to come and throw themselves at you because of who you are. And the reality is you are still just insecure and you're nobody. And now you're being shown it because now, you know, he's, you know, that is not my character. And I would never. And, you know, I just, I said some things. I was just speaking from the heart and trying, and I deleted that stream. And, oh my God. And I, I just couldn't, I wouldn't, I never. And then your stupid friend comes on trying to defend you, making it a whole lot worse and making it seem like you are a rapist who don't know no better, who don't know you shouldn't rape, or you are an, a harasser. I won't say rapist because. There is not an allegation from this young lady that he penetrated her without her consent. There's an allegation that he was basically being 
aggressive, harassing her, trying to coerce her into sex, implying her with alcohol when she was under the age of 21. And so it's just like, you know, so then your friend tries to come and defend you and make you look like a big fat loser and himself look like a big fat loser and a stupid idiot. And now he's gone from Twitter. And because he was trying to be loyal and, you know, your loyalty kind of needs to be paired with some intelligence. Like between the two of y'all, three of y'all, 10 of y'all, however many of y'all it is in a crew, like somebody got to have a brain. It has to be willing to share with the others. Like blind loyalty, I'm sorry, blind loyalty in 2021 is so rare. And it's also really almost kind of stupid because how many people are... One, going to be that loyal to you. And two, can you trust that you can put your neck out for them and they not like for real like creeps or terrible people and you fucking defending them? Can you be loyal to people? Of course you can. Of course. But like I said, you got to have a brain between the two of you. It's not really just like ride or die no more. It's like, listen, I'm a ride, but we need a map. We need a plan. And, you know, I don't really want to die, but I mean, if it has to kind of go that way, then shit, bang, bang, like I'm in it. But let's try to like, let's, let's go with the rad part and not necessarily the that part. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, it's a lot of life out here to be lived. Maybe, I don't know. I think the world is kind of burning under climate change, but like all of this, like, like it really don't make no sense. Like this tweet from Don the Younger says, wow, two shicey niggas cancel in one day. That's a two for one special. Like, so I replied, damn, double homicide. Yeah. Yeah. Long Beach kind of just hopped into the fucking boiling pot with his friend for no reason. Like you could have stayed quiet and saved your career and then kind of like waited a little bit and brought him into one of your skits or brought him on your, I don't know what he does. Does he stream? Does he YouTube? I don't know. You probably kind of could have quietly integrated him like back into the shit. You could have advised him better. Like, don't say nothing. Like, we just gonna, we just gonna let this, this kind of die down or whatever, whatever. But you jumped to not only defend him with a statement, but then you made a skit about it. And then, you know, like people at some point gonna start bringing up all your other fucking skits and the shit you said. And... Look, it happened so fast. It's 10.21, my time. I'm in Chicago. What's that? Central? Yeah, Central time. This thing ain't got no Twitter no more. Wow. And please, don't nobody, nobody that has any melanin should be talking about, oh, I went a little New York there for a second. Did you hear me? Should be talking about... <laughs> Let me come back to where I'm from. Should be talking about cancel culture. Like I did a whole podcast on this. There to me, there is no such thing as cancel culture. Y'all let white people start saying stuff when they steal stuff from us and don't really understand what it's talking about or whatever. And they make it into a thing. And then y'all turn around and fucking adopt the shit and talk about, you yeah, know, because cancel culture. It's not cancel culture. Listen, it is. You being held accountable for the shit that you say and do in your personal life or your personal beliefs because now we are 
also connected by the internet. And you fools go and put all your personal shit on the internet for us to see. And us as consumers can decide like, oh, that's how you think about that? Like, my nigga, you you hating on fucking Monster Cheese? Well, fuck you. I'm not going to fucking... I'm with the Monster Cheese fucking Society of America. And I'm not going to listen to your shit. And I'm going to tell all my Monster Cheese fans not to fuck with you. And now you're like, cancel culture is ruining... It. No. You, you said you ain't like Monster Cheese. So all the Monster Cheese fans came for you. That's not cancel culture. And I know that's like a silly example. But the point is, is that we as consumers have more access to the actual people that we choose to consume things from, whether it be musicians, actors, content creators, whatever, like designers, whomever. You put stuff on the internet, you put stuff on Twitter, you post stuff on Facebook, which is the devil. I don't know why y'all over there. Or Instagram, Twitch, fucking the other little kid wants Snapchat, like all that stuff. And we see it. And if we don't like it, it's just like, I'm not going to spend my money somewhere I don't like. Like if I go to a Walgreens and a fucking security guard follows me around the whole store or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? I don't like, I don't like that. That was not cool. I'm not shopping at Walgreens no more. Have I just canceled Walgreens? No. Like if I have a big enough platform and I get on social media and be like, yo, I was in this fucking Walgreens and this security guard followed me around. Like I was like fucking trying to steal something out of Walgreens. I was just trying to buy me some fucking Sudafed or whatever the fuck. I know. Well, they may watch you for Sudafed because don't y'all be using it to make meth. Like I was just trying to buy some some fucking baby water for my baby or something. You know what I'm saying? And and other people would be like, yeah, Walgreens be tripping. Or just, that's, uh, have we canceled Walgreens? No, but we have made a choice as consumers not to support Walgreens anymore because somebody didn't like the way that they were treated. So as you go on to be people with bigger platforms and when you make faux pas, when, you know, shit goes crazy and we get to see it, because you have such a big following, it blows up. And many people are going to say like, well, I don't support that. And I don't I don't want nothing to do with that. And these, oh, I'm being canceled by cancel culture. No, you canceled yourself. Because do can you make mistakes? Yes. But when you have a big platform, will they cost you that platform sometimes? Yes. Do you need to fucking take extra precautions to make sure that you aren't being offensive, that you aren't harassing, that you are? Yes, you do. I mean, you shouldn't be a fucking terrible person and do those things anyway. But for let's be real, like for some people, like it's a learning curve and you need to learn. Y'all need to learn to keep your mouth shut. Long Beach Griffey, you need to learn to fucking... Keep your hands to yourself, heavenly control controller. You need to learn like who you should and should not flirt with. It should definitely not be anybody 
under the age of consent. Hello, R. Kelly. And it definitely shouldn't be, you shouldn't be giving liquor to somebody who is under the age of 21. And if somebody says no, and you're saying like, he didn't understand social cues, like, sir, okay. If you know you don't understand social cues, if your friends know you don't understand social cues, then somebody needs to be looking out for you. Somebody needs to bring you women that are ready, willing, and able. Somebody that aren't going to say no, that possibly they are paid for. Like, sex work is is work work, shit. Like, but again, y'all don't want that. You don't want the consent. You want to feel like the big man. You want a conquest. So you probably wouldn't even admit to yourself or anybody else like, yo, I need some help. I don't really understand women. Like, I really kind of ain't even been able to get girls before. So, like, I don't know when it's a green light and when it's not. And because of your limitations, because y'all are not self-aware and mature enough to say things like that, to admit things like that, well, then you end up in these situations. One, you end up doing real damage to real people. You end up canceling yourself. And then your friend out of loyalty, you drag this fucking fool down in the mud with you. But to me, like, I don't know, heavenly control controller. I know very little of Long Beach Griffey. I don't feel sorry for Long Beach Griffey at all. The, uh, the other guy, Heavenly Control Controller, I don't know him at all. And I, and honestly, I don't know this girl at all. I believe what she said, and I believe what she said because one, I tend to believe victims, and two, because her experience is not unique, unfortunately. That it is the story of if you get 100 women in a room, like probably 90 to 95 of them will tell you they had a similar experience because this is just something that men do and have done. And not just women in one age group, like across the fucking lifespan from fucking six shit from fucking 13 to to 80 if they can remember they will tell you something like that has happened to them and probably more than once and if you got a bunch of guys together all different ages and races y'all probably if you were being honest but most of y'all would lie about it because if you especially if you at a big age you know you was wrong and if you had daughters and you think about would I want somebody to do that shit to my daughter you would know it was wrong but let's just say that you were all just healed enlightened men and we're having an honest conversation about the way that you treated women and objectified women and the way you went after women. Like, I'm sure most, if not all of y'all would have at least one story where you try to fucking use your power, position, influence, even just your physical presence to try to intimidate or coerce somebody into sex. Think about it. You know you did it. So, I think that's it. Y'all know I don't like harassment or abusers or whatever. And is is he 
I don't, I feel like these two, you know what? What HC said was terrible enough, but I think it made it more terrible. His friends showing up and trying to defend him in the way that he did. And it just it seems as though it just made it all worse. And now y'all are like forever linked in this controversy. And now y'all going to have to go down to like Menards and apply for a job together. And that, I mean, that's cool. Like, you know, Menards, if you ever buy a house, like get a good discount on top of that, like 11% rebate off. They be having off of stuff with your employee discount. Like you can really get a lot of shit for your house. Like, let me know what Menards y'all work at. Maybe I could get the discount. Sure, that's some things I need for the yard. But like, I mean, that's the reality because already DreamCon, is that DreamCon? Like, already sponsors and conventions and you know uh entities that usually cater to these type of entertainers and content creators are already distancing themselves from them DreamCon is like yo yeah y'all been y'all can't we don't know y'all and my Mariah Carey voice we don't know her you, you can't show up here and <sighs> You know, it's just, it's it's a lot. It's a lot for August 19th to just lose your whole career. Everything that you worked for and built in one day. Because in the case of Long Beach Griffey, you were being emotional and reacting off of emotion and not with any type of intelligence. Like really, you had the type of platform like Griffey had the type of platform where that if he would have just held on and not said nothing like you probably could have elevated both of y'all out of this should y'all should you have been able to elevate y'all out of both of this no you shouldn't because like this dude okay Vito just said you just dug yourself a grave good luck without a career victim blaming and saying rape was okay because body language quote-unquote yikes to you dude like people not people they not going for it it's funny how that long beach griffy nigga would challenge people to quote-unquote cancel him because he kept pushing limits and when it finally came time to cancel him he started genuinely crying and deactivated that's from zubar fox news ceo i hate that handle the problem with at Long Beach Griffey is that this whole I don't give a fuck about cancel culture, quote unquote, mentality got to his head. So he thinks he can say whatever he wants with no backlash. And then somebody replied, yes, now I'm going to cry. And I, I feel like that's all I've been saying. Like, you know, he has been operating with this kind of like devil may care like whatever and it's just like if you would have stopped and thought then you could have used that you can't cancel me or you could have used your pro your platform to actually really help your friend but you really just kind of killed killed his career and yours and you know what y'all deserve it because your friend is trash you was there that night she named you she said you was there you're trash and 
your whole response, like your whole response was trash. Perhaps there could, because I mean, if I'm being completely honest, where I believe everything that she says, there is room for debate, I guess. So there's room for discourse about, you know, how people should have acted or whatever, whatever. And you being a content creator and having such a big platform, you could have really turned this into a moment where there was a genuine, maybe even helpful conversation between people about harassment, about consent, coercion, body language, what's acceptable, what's not. Like you could have really turned it into a thing. You could have made a skit like for the fucking ages. You know what I'm saying? That really kind of put the shit in perspective. If you would have fucking recruited some people who knew more than you who kind of were not kind of, but who definitely were more educated or well-versed on the situation to talk to you and to kind of guide you. And you could have helped your friend fucking grew your platform and who knows, but niggas gonna nig. And so now look where y'all at. I don't feel sorry for you. Like, um, I hope that that young lady, little Ichi girl, is doing okay. I hope that she is fucking muted and block, muting and blocking. Like, I hope her mute and block game is real strong. Or maybe she should just log off for a while and let all y'all fucking incels fucking get your shit out and then leave her alone. But you know how some of y'all are. Y'all probably try to harass her for the rest of her life. Because one of your little weirdo incel friends that kind of had got a platform got exposed for the weirdo incel that he really is. And so it's just, you know, all my thoughts and prayers go to her. And to me, y'all did this yourselves. Uh, Long Beach Griffey finally getting what he been deserving, in my opinion. I can't, I don't like him. Okay, I chuckled at a few things, but... On the whole, I don't like him. And I'm not sad to see him go. There are plenty of other content creators out there that are much funnier and much less problematic, like Shaky Funny Ass. Yeah, he, he is funny. <laughs> <laughs> he is funny. My husband be showing me his videos, and I don't want to laugh. I, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to laugh. I don't want to look at it. But it's always funny. And uh, what's this other guy? Corporate. He's funny. Corporate with a K. He's funny. So it's it's other people. And the other dude with the glasses. What's his name? What you trying to get into? Trey Rags. Yes, Trey Rags. <laughs> he's, he's funny too. I like him too. So, okay, that's it, y'all. For this evening edition of the True Opinion Podcast. I'll talk to y'all later. Follow us on all the socials on Twitter and Instagram and all that good stuff. All right, y'all. Talk to you later.